For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs six twenty three. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. Oh, I, I think I can get a better response than amen. You know, every time you say amen, you are agreeing with God about something that he has said. And, and, and God says good things. And when God's words come to pass, that is what brings greatness into your life. And so this morning, I want to hear a very nice amen. amen in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you so very, very much that as we come into your presence this morning, you will speak to us. Let none live here the same. Let none be unaffected by your word. Let your word be exalted in the house this morning and bless us. Bless us mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Um, Joshua, chapter 3, and verse 5. Our scripture for today. Shall we read it? It says, and Joshua said unto the people, wonders. Oh, are we all saying it? Let's say it together. Ready, go. Yourselves. But tomorrow the Lord will do wonders. Is a very nice scripture because tomorrow the Lord will begin to do something wonderful in your life. Amen. And so this scripture, I don't think you must sweat to memorize it. I think you must be happy to hear it. And it says, sanctify yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Amen. I think you can take it off the screen this morning. Turn to your neighbor and, and tell them, I know you are shall breathe. This is the idea. Don't disappoint me. So look at your neighbor, watch his mouth carefully. And then Joshua 3, verse 5, ready, go. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among put your hands together I knew you would do it Amen um, I want to welcome you once again to the start of our year 2017 our year of greatness our year of greatness 
this will be a good year I said this will be a good year they have never taught you were great before but now they will change their minds and call you great because it will be clear to everyone and um, starting from today we will be doing two things we'll be studying other great men in the Bible to to see how they became great and at the same time too we'll try to understand what is greatness what is greatness because sometimes we may have a wrong picture of who a great person is you may think a great person dresses in expensive clothing you know but so do prostitutes they also wear expensive clothing they wear crocodile skin shoe and lizard skin bag and they do very expensive hairstyle but they're not great so so wearing expensive clothes doesn't make you great and, and driving a big car doesn't make you great because people go to Europe and steal cars and come to Ghana and sell them cheap so you can buy a one cheap and it doesn't mean you are great in any way are, are you here to, this morning so we will understand what greatness is that is why it was said of John and he will be great in the sight of the Lord so there is a certain kind of greatness that God accepts and, and endorses and that greatness when men see it they can't deny it may that be your portion Amen. that you'll be truly great in the sight of the Lord but this morning I want us to look at a man who became great um, and then we'll see what he did and receive keys from there and copy those keys to become great ourselves Genesis chapter 26 Genesis chapter 26 and verse 1 and it says and there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham you know tell somebody the economy of the country doesn't determine your economy Yeah, it, 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 you know, it, it doesn't matter how prosperous the area around you is at all. It is how God has blessed you. Amen. amen. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. amen. It is how, because in America, some people are poor and they are homeless. And in Ghana, some have mansions and they are flying first class. So it is not the, 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 the prosperity of the area where you live. Don't say that because I live in this area, that is why I am poor. No, 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 no. That is not why you are poor. No, it is how you think. That is why you are poor. Amen. Because Isaac was in a land of famine. There was a famine in that land. A famine in those days where we are agricultural means that there's nothing it means real poverty and and there was a famine in that land so tell your neighbor it doesn't matter where you live shake him one more time and tell him it doesn't matter what you have now tell them you may be very poor now it's your famine season but i see god lifting you up in your famine season 
Amen. You may have nothing now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Those who have nothing one day, the next day they will have something. Maybe today you don't have a car. No problem. Learn how to drive. Oh, I said learn how to drive. If you are here this morning and you want a car this year, you better learn how to drive. If you can't drive, you are not serious. Tell somebody, if you can't drive, you are not serious. Tell somebody, you have no passport, you are not serious. Hey, how can you go to America and come back if you have no passport? Believe God. Verse 2, And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. There is nowhere that you can go and be guaranteed success and prosperity. There is nowhere. There is no job you can take and be guaranteed success and prosperity because I know poor people in every country I know poor doctors I know poor lawyers and I know poor engineers and, and so these top professions do not guarantee your prosperity hallelujah amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen and so don't say when I become a doctor or a lawyer or engineer then I will prosper it, it, it is not necessary you do not need to become that. Otherwise, be your own prosper. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an engineer. If those were the ones who would prosper, then me too, I'm hot. But I'm very prosperous. And I shall prosper more this year. And I shall go with you into prosperity and greatness. Amen. Sojourn in this land and I will be with thee and I will bless thee for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries. Verse 6 And Isaac dwelt in Gerar. He obeyed. He obeyed. Even though there was famine and he could see it, he obeyed. Verse 12 and Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. May that be your story. Amen. I said, may that be your story. Amen. That you are great. And you will go forward and become even greater than you are today. No matter what you have today, it is nothing somewhere. May you have even more of everything. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And Isaac became very great. And so this morning, I want us to study Isaac and, and, and see 
what steps, what he did, what, what he did. Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. What has been, has been before. And so everything that we are trying to achieve, somebody in the Bible has done it before. If you want to uh, be a prophet, there's somebody in the Bible who says, my people were not prophets, but now I'm a prophet. Everything you want to do, there's some example in the Bible. So when we come to greatness and somebody who became very great, one of the key persons to learn from is this man and there is something that we can learn from him and and this morning i want to show you one thing just one thing for today that um, isaac did which brought greatness into his life and it is this when he was in gerar planning to go to egypt then god spoke to him and said stay in the land where there's famine verse 6 and he stayed it means he heard the voice of God and he obeyed and so this morning one of the keys that I want to give you is to be able to hear God this year hear God this year and as you hear God this year he will lead you and guide you in a way that will bring you into greatness because the I don't see, look at your neighbor. How else can you become great? You look at you. Look at where you are coming from. You know your father's house. Look at your neighbor. Say, you know your father's house. You know the food they eat in your father's house. And you know where they all buy their clothes in your father's house. So so that is naturally, naturally, it is, it will be very difficult for many of us naturally to aspire and become great is that correct oh is that correct it will it will not be easy at all there is no easy path for many of us as we are to become great but as we listen to the voice of god we shall have greatness amen we shall have greatness and god will bless us so this morning letting God speak to you letting God speak to you and you hearing the voice of God now when we look at um, when we go through the scriptures we find that God speaks to us in in many different ways There, there are many many ways that God speaks to us last month during the Christmas season we said that God speaks to us in dreams and visions and um, he used a dream to guide Joseph how to avoid Herod and Pharaoh and, and, um, and, and Pilate and how to escape all these troubles so dreams and, and visions are, are one of the ways by which God speaks to us even though it's very complicated because some of your dreams are from the pepper you ate last night and sometimes to the film you watched last night you watch the film then you dream about it and sometimes to the things you want in your heart you dream about those things so all these other other um, sources of dreams add confusion to our minds and, and some dreams are, are, are so fantastic 
I saw a dog chasing a cat and the cat jumped into a tree. Then he jumped down again and the cat became a man and the man chased me and I ran. Then the man took a cat. Hey, what do you have? I mean, some dreams. Only Jeremiah or Isaiah can come and interpret for us or Daniel. Yeah, it's so fantastic. I saw the crocodile became a snake, became a lizard, became a... And then it became a, a, a lamp post in my house. I, I don't know where this dream came from. So, so those dreams, even though they are, it is a legitimate way by which God speaks to us, is not straightforward. And, and there are some people like Daniel who had a gift of understanding dreams. That as you speak to him, he will receive from God an interpretation. And then he can tell you, Charlie many of us we don't have that gift we only try to uh, imagine what God could be saying and so we may also lead you astray so so the dreams by which God speaks is not clear at all but there are other ways that God speaks that are much clearer and are much easier for us to understand and believe and so this morning I'm giving you the simple ways that God speaks to us and number one is that God speaks to us through the scriptures. Amen. Psalm 138 and verse 2. Psalm 138 and verse 2. I will worship towards thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. Why? For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Amen. You know, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. I just run to it and they are safe. The name of the Lord is higher than every other name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. So the name of the Lord is a very mighty um, um, personification of who he is. And so every time we mention the name of God, the name of Jesus and it is called, it makes a difference. Amen. That is why if you are ever in a trotro going to fall into a gutter, you will hear them shouting, Jesus, Jesus, hey, Jehovah, Jesus, because they are shouting for help. And that name of Jesus, people know that when you are in trouble and you shout it, something will happen. Amen. And so the name is exalted. But now it says that, and he has magnified his word the word of god is magnified amen revelations revelations what do you mean by the word of god chapter 19 and verse 11 and i saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he has a name written that no man knows but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. The Word of God. That is the Word of God. This is the Jesus who is the word personified and, and so the scriptures that we have tell somebody they they tell us of jesus and they are god speaking to us 
Amen. One, one more scripture. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. And verse 39. Search the scriptures. That's our verse for this morning. Search the scriptures. For in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. Search the scriptures. Amen. One of the clearest way that God will talk to you is through the Bible. It is through the Bible. Amen. And, and that is why every Christian must have a Bible. So ask your neighbor, please, phone Bible is not allowed. Put it in your, in your handbag. Phone Bible is not allowed in this church. Phone Bible. When they use their phone Bible, then they'll send WhatsApp in between the service. So use, use, uh, not a phone. You should have a Bible. This year, make it, are you listening to me? This year, make it your policy, your determination that I will carry a Bible with me to church. I didn't hear amen. amen. I will carry a Bible with me to church. Mr. Man, please put your phone away. Yes, in your pocket. In your pocket, yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yeah. No, this year, the, the Bible is how God talks to us. It is the word of God written down permanently for us. The unchanging word of God. It is the Bible that is the foundation for everything we do in this church. And so anything you see in this church that we are doing and you don't understand, come and ask me for the scripture basis of what we are doing. And I'll give it to you. Because we have based our teaching and our beliefs and our doctrines on the Bible. Amen? And it is the Bible that Jesus used to fight back when Satan attacked him. It is the scriptures that he had. And the scriptures he had in those days was the Old Testament. And then he came and lived out his life to give us the New Testament of his life and his teachings. And together, we now have the Bible, and that is God's word to us for our salvation. Hallelujah. And, and so the Bible, the Bible is the key to hearing from God. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor. This morning, did you do quiet time? I, oh, ask your neighbor. Okay, this morning you are coming to church, so you press pause. I, I will. We shall consider it. Yesterday, ask about yesterday. In fact, look at your neighbor's face. See, some people when they don't look at you, it's because of a reason. Look at your neighbor's face. Say, my neighbor, look at me. Let me see your eyes. Yesterday, did you do quiet time? What your neighbor say? No. How many said no? Okay. How many of us here? Yesterday you didn't do quiet time. Raise your hand. 
No, no. You see, you, I don't understand this. Raise your hand well. Yes, yesterday. We didn't do quiet time. Hallelujah. How about Friday? Friday. You're not sure. It means no. How about Thursday? I can go back to next Sunday now. It's the same. Amen. Amen. And the truth is, many of us Christians are not familiar with the Bible. Hallelujah. That's the truth. Many of us Christians are not conversant. We are not at ease. We don't know the Bible at all. Many of us, even after you have the Bible, as you are carrying it, when you go home, hey, when you go home, this Bible, you put it on a shelf or on a table or on a, under your pillow. It will go and lie somewhere until next Sunday. Then, then you begin to look for the Bible. Then you carry it to church. True or correct? It's true. It's true. Many of us do not have a culture of quiet time. My, my, young men, look at me. I'm coming, I'm preaching to you today. We do not have a culture of quiet time. Do we? Do we? It means that, it means that one of the clearest ways that God speaks to us through the Bible, you are missing it. You are missing it. And so, can we as a church family decide that starting from tonight or tomorrow, we shall read the Bible, attempt or try to read the Bible every day. Is that a good idea? Is that a good idea? How many will try to read the Bible every day, starting from today? Every day. How many? Can I see your hand? You will try. How many know they won't do it? No, you know you won't do it. Raise your hand. You raise your hand. Will you do it? Will you do it? You are saying yes, I will keep quiet. No, it, it is the key. Amen. It is the key to hearing from God. Hallelujah. Because the Bible is a neutral voice that you cannot say the pastor doesn't like me. He doesn't like it. You cannot say that there's a reason why he's saying what he's saying. It is saying what it is saying. You cannot say that eh, the pastor is supporting my wife against me. That's why the Bible says this. It's not true. It is the word of God to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I, I want us as a people to decide that I will become serious with Bible reading. Can I have a very good amen? amen. And apart from uh, um, quiet time, we should also have the habit of Bible reading. Reading the Bible. Reading the Bible. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Some years ago in my other church, we, we had what we call Bible reading time when 
when we come to church in the morning, one hour before service, we just sit down and read the Bible. Just come early and sit down and read the Bible because it is somebody's only chance to read the Bible. It's, it was a, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. How many agree it's a good idea? To come and sit down and, and have a time of coming to a place to sit down and just read the Bible. Because some of you, you, where you are coming from, either your room or your house or your area, there is no peaceful place where you can sit down and open the Bible to read and no one will laugh at you. But the Bible, hallelujah. But the Bible, may you read the Bible this year. May you, you see, that is why I am happy when you have the Bible on your phone. Even though I hope that you don't open it only on Sundays. But you open it every time you have a peaceful five or ten minutes slot somewhere. The, the, the Bible on your phone is to be used especially when you are in a trotro. That's the best place to use the Bible. In a trotro or a taxi or, in the, or, or anywhere you are waiting away from home. Then you just sit down, take out your phone. And then just open your Bible up and just read. Hallelujah. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. How many have the Bible on their phone? Can I see your, your hand? You have the Bible on. Oh, raise your hand. How many read it? Read it on your phone. Oh. Are you sure? Are you sure? May you read it every day. May you read it on your phone. Every, uh, apart from the Bible that you have in your house. Read it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There are so many times you find comfort. And you get answers from reading the Bible. It will talk to you. It will talk to you. God will say something to you. Amen. I'm hoping that by next week I will have a, a, a devotional that we can give you so that every day you can have a scripture to read because some don't know what to read. Get a devotional for the whole year, for the quarter. Or even now, many receive it by, by WhatsApp. You know, many receive by WhatsApp or by um, um, text message, by email. We receive information from from other places where they have they've got devotionals for the whole year but there are so many aids that are there to help us to read the bible every day hallelujah amen you see i i don't i don't there, there is maybe you're looking for a great secret you're looking for some very fantastic something i will say about how to become great this year you want to receive a key go to the bank of ghana when you say kty they'll give you money and then when you go to the uh, there's no secrets amen there, there's there's nothing that there, there's mr man there, there's nothing i can there's nothing i can tell you on how to become great there's nothing there, i don't know what you are trying to hear i want a, 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 a that you see this, this desire in our hearts to receive something it's why people go to Juju men 
and to fetch and to shrine. This is why they go there. When you go to a juju man and he'll tell you, bring me the head of a lizard, I'll make you rich. That one, it sounds possible. It sounds, yes, that I'm doing something to become rich. So bring me a lizard's head and a dog's tail and a cat's eye. The left eye of a cat, a black cat. Just the left eye, not the right eye. Where will you get a cat's left eye? Go and catch me three bela and bring them alive. Hey, it's a work. When I do that and, and you get money, they believe it. One, one young girl, very young girl, she went to uh, a, a place where they said that they will make her rich. They said two things. Either bring your womb or bring a child. Bring your womb or bring a child. Because your womb is a child in the future. Yes. And, and she said, hey, the thing is serious. Because those things we believe. But when I tell you, read your Bible, it sounds powerless. When I tell you, read your Bible, go to the Bible. Every day, read your Bible. It has the power to make you wise and change your mind and thinking about many things it doesn't sound powerful it doesn't sound as if it is going to make a big difference in your life when you wake up in the morning give me a bible and you see this book how can this book i mean a small book make me rich and give me a car and help me to live a better life it it doesn't seem very powerful a small book and but a lizard's head hey how to cut a lizard cry is a problem and then a cat's eye the left eye of a cat and a dog's tooth the right tooth of a dog that one is is real power and they'll bring me some blood from a snake he has he i i feel this is real powerful juju it's a mistake it's a mistake read the bible amen read the bible I can prove it I can prove it how just look if, if we begin to ask those here in the church pastors who are very successful ask them they are the ones who are reading the bible every day I can prove it please, please stand I can prove it these are men lecturers doctors and other engineers they are they are people who have gone far in life and when you ask them i do you read bible every day they will say yes i can prove it and then find the young young boys who have nothing and ask them do you read every day they will say no and you you are in between it's true it's true ask the young young boys do you read Bible every day? No. Yesterday, no. Last week, last month, last year, no, 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 no. No. They don't read. And then you see a clear difference between those who don't read and those who read. And many of us, we are in between. Once in a while, when they are showing a program, you read Bible small, then you just walk away. These people zero. These people all the time. And you in between. That is the reality. It's true. 
the Bible seems to be powerless. It, it doesn't look, ah, how can, my brother, do you have, do you want a phone, an iPhone, if it gets you like? Yeah. How about a big TV you like? Yeah. What again do you like? Eh? It's too many things he wants. This Bible does not look like the key to get the. It doesn't look. I mean, this book doesn't seem powerful. This book, I mean, it, I, I want a husband with the Bible. Mm, pastor, now there's too much. How can the Bible help me to get a beloved? It doesn't look like it is a key to solving my life's problems. But it is the key to making you wise and by wisdom a house is built and it says it's the foolish woman who tears down her house with her own hands it is this bible that can change your life but you see it seems too easy it seems too easy that it can change your life but it can but he can. Amen. It is the word of God coming to you. It is the word of God coming to you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Read the Bible. Read the Bible every day. Amen. Amen. Read the Bible every single day. Open the Bible every day. Oh, every day. Open this Bible. If you don't have one, borrow one and open it every day. Somebody said, Pastor, when I take the Bible, I don't know where to read. Oh, you don't know where to read. This how to read the Bible very easy take the Bible okay anywhere at all you are take the Bible Open it. and read yeah. <laughs> see I love you I'm telling you anywhere open it and when you read first Samuel Jonathan attacked the Philistine, Isaac moved there, in all fire. Do you know what to do? Open again. And check here. Chronicles, chapter 2. Uh, Ram was the father of Abimedad, Jehera, son of Herod, in all fire. No problem. Open again. Psalm 1. Psalm 44. Psalm 44. We have heard with our ears, oh God, our fathers have told us what you did in there. In all fire. Open again. No problem. And then, ah, Psalm 141. Lord, I call to you. Come quickly to me. Oh God, I need you. Ah, this is the one. Come quickly to me. Ah, when I'm in pain. 
hear my voice. Oh, hear my, hey, Lord, hear my voice. Hear my voice. When I call to you, ash, that's me. May my prayer be set before you like incense. Ah, may God hear my prayer like incense. Hey, that, that, that is your word. That is your word. And then suddenly you will see a scripture. It will talk to you. Oh, then you will say that, oh, God has spoken to me. What a nice scripture. Put your hands together for the Lord. That is, no, but isn't that how our phones work? I mean, yesterday somebody called me. When he called me the first time and I answered, hello, hello. I didn't hear anything. Hello, hello, hello. Then I hung up. Then the phone rang again. Great, great. Now look, hello, hello, hello. No answer. Then I hung up. Then he rang a third time. Hello. How many have had that experience before? Somebody has called you and you can't hear anything. It's the same. It's the same. When you open the Bible, then you look. The first one, hello, hello, hello. Then you turn another one. Hello, hello, hello. I, I don't see the branch from Jesse. Branch. I don't understand branch. What's the branch? Church branch. I don't understand. Then hello, hello, hello. Then you go to a prophecy against Tyra. Where is Tyra? I don't know. But finally, you see one. Hey, be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. Because God will reward you. Hey, God rewards. What a nice scripture. You will find a scripture in the Bible for yourself. I said you will find one scripture for you. Amen. Every morning you get a scripture. Every single day. Just try it. And you will find that suddenly you are becoming wise. You are becoming wise. May you become a wise man this year. As God speaks to you through the Bible, the scriptures that you are holding in your hand. And, and listen. Is there anybody here you do not have a Bible? Please give me a wave. You do not have a Bible. You don't have a Bible. You don't have a Bible. Please write their names. Last month, we tried to buy Bibles for everybody. Everybody in this church must have a Bible. You, you cannot be a member of this church and you don't have Bible and you cannot read Bible. No, no, no. So write their names. Come and see me after church. When you're coming, bring your watch. We'll take your watch and sell it and buy a Bible for you. Don't, don't, you're wearing a watch. Don't leave your watch. Come with the watch. <laughs> yes, you have watch, you have units, you have phone, you don't have Bible. How? You will sell your watch and buy a Bible for you. Amen. But you must have a Bible. Hallelujah. I said you must have a Bible. Amen. Because God speaks to us, number one, through the Bible. May you hear his voice clearly every day in the name of Jesus. The, the, the second way that God will speak to you is through Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15 where it says and I'll give you pastors according to my own hearts which shall feed you with knowledge and with understanding um, knowledge is imparted by hearing by talking hallelujah I didn't hear a good amen and, and so 
the Lord said that he will give you pastors. And so one of the ways by which you hear the voice of God is that you will have a pastor who can talk to you. And being in church does not mean that you have a pastor. No. No, no, no. Being in church means you are in church. You are in the building. You came for a service and you went home. It does not mean that you have a pastor. But you must have a pastor, somebody who can talk to you and who knows you. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. You must have a pastor. There must be a shepherd over you. Somebody who can talk to you and guide you and lead you into a better life and help you solve the many, many problems that will come your way. And somebody who is wiser than the normal people around you. You need a pastor. I said you need a pastor. Amen. You need a pastor. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying come and follow me. I don't. Those who know me know that that's not how I am. I, I don't really mind. I am concerned for you that you need somebody who, will, who can advise you when you have a problem. Somebody who can lead you out of trouble. Somebody who can show you what to do when you don't know what to do. Somebody who can advise you and help you to straighten up your life. You need a pastor. Amen. Please wake up. You need a pastor. Amen. Oh, I said amen. You need a pastor. You, you need a pastor. You need somebody who can talk to you. Let me tell you something. Are you listening to me? You, what I'm going to say, you know, is true. There are very few people who will tell you the truth. Is that not true? Is that not true? There are very few people. Listen, my sister. Only me. When you are sleeping, I'll wake you up. I'm telling you. All your friends will watch you sleep. All your friends will watch you sleep. And the word of God that is coming to change your life will go past you. But they won't wake you up. And later on, they'll say, Wadapa. But they will not wake you up. Amen. Very few people will tell you that your dressing is bad. No, it's not true. Very, how many have been told before that your dressing is bad? Very, almost nobody. Almost nobody. One or two. Not many. Do you think you are always wise? Many times you've worn bad clothing. But no one told you. But no one told you. Amen. Too few of us have people who can tell us the truth. Find a girl. Tell her your hairstyle. Sometimes you know fine. Oh, find a, a, a young girl. Tell her your hairstyle. Sometimes you know fine. But nobody will tell you. <laughs> Oh, it's not true. Sometimes your hair starts like co coconuts with a wig. <laughs> a 
and you are walking in town feeling very happy with a coconut on your head and nobody will tell you nobody will tell you amen you can wear a dress it's too short at the back they can see everything nobody will tell you it's true tell somebody that's why you need a pastor who can talk to you and tell you the truth amen amen somebody who can direct you hallelujah may God speak to you may God speak to you ask your neighbor who is your pastor who is your pastor tell him you cannot be in church and no pastor knows you no 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 tell your neighbor you cannot be in church hey ask him which of the pastors do you know tap your neighbor ask him which ask your tap your neighbor tell him tell me the names of a pastor or two ask him give me give me the name of a pastor yeah what your neighbor say no pastor knows you no which pastor knows you which pastor knows you no pastor knows you no no you must you must you must you see being in church is good but it is more than that and those who come and go and come and go coming and going is not enough because the the the, the seed that is sown it must be watered it must be watered and it will be watered by the discussions and the talking and the interaction that goes on and that is why you will notice notice that those who hang around longer after church closes just watch them they'll begin to do well just watch them they'll begin to do well in life because of hearing the word and it being uh, 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 going into their hearts being watered hanging around talking to spiritual men exchanging ideas getting a, a, a word of wisdom a, a discussion just somebody's comments will answer your question just hanging around a bit longer listen tell somebody when we close don't go away immediately hang around a little and and talk to you see when you come and three of you are friends and you just stay together nothing has changed but when you come to church find somebody different and talk to the person and get a deeper understanding of life amen amen is the man come you know I, I, I don't what's your name Jeff do you know any doctor personally do you know any doctor no do you know any lawyer no do you know any QS Quantisavia no do you know any lecturer no do you know any what again do you know <laughs> You don't know any doctor you don't know any lecturer you don't know any of them personally 
But uh, uh, Mr. Doctor Man, please come. Please go and greet him. This is the doctor. Make you your friend. Now you know a doctor. Ask him his name. Yes. So now when they ask your friends, Charlie, me I know doctor. Oh, you useless boy like you. And then, and then come. This is also a, a, a lecturer at UDA. He used to shake, shake his hand to say who, say who you are. Yes. And, yes. And, and, and now you know a lecturer at UDA at USD. When they ask you, your friends tell Charlie, you guys, make you no come near me again. Make you no come near me. Because I know, I know, I know a, a, a doctor. I, this man is a QS at a major construction company. So they build houses, hospitals, uh, Muhammad's property. Now the, the, the green book they were building. So, <laughs> so now you know a contractor, a construction company, uh, a QS. So tell me your name. Barbara, please come. Come, yes. When you go to Golden Tulip, you must go to Golden Tulip with your friends. And when you enter Golden Tulip, and your friends are all standing at the door, just walking, and ask for, is Barbara there? Is Barbara there? And then they'll call her from the office. She's a big woman at Golden Tulip. Call me Barbara. And when they call her, they will say, hey, Jeff, you know Barbara? Hey, is it possible? And then shake your hand. Then look at me. Well, I'll come to Golden Tulip. <laughs> I'll come to Golden Tulip. And then, and then when I come there, you you will see me. No, you see, listen. These people, they have the power to change your life. A, 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 a manager at Golden Tulip, a, a manager, a construction company, a, a doctor, specialist, consultant, at the the uh, hospital, a lecturer, they have the power to change your life. How they became what they, what they are. If you just talk to them, you become something. Don't, don't, when you come here, listen, these people, these people, look at them. Look at them. They have no power to change your life. They themselves they hear more. They themselves. Look, look, look at them. They themselves. If I say borrow 50 cities here, where will you find 50 cities? Borrow 50 cities. You can 50 cities. Uh, uh, watch him doing the offering. Watch him doing the offering time. Well, if we come out five cities, red card. You have 50. I come in at five. one person can many cannot but if you can mix and get advice here from people God has given you because God has set you in a family God has set you in a place and he has given you voices here that will talk to you and they will change your mind and there are many people here if you talk to them they'll change your mind Jeff may your life change May God speak to you through the many voices in the house. May the many pastors God has given us, may they have a word for you. May somebody advise you how to go to university. May somebody advise you how to get a job in construction. May somebody advise you when you go to hospital, you will not queue again. You walk with your friends. When you get there, you will not queue again. They will ask you, Charlie, how 
how come say what do i say my greatness is starting now may god speak to you may god speak to you amen by talking and interacting with the voices that god has given you in this house amen isaac heard god and he obeyed and he became very great he just heard god it didn't make sense to stay where i am in a land of famine it didn't make sense but he heard god and he obeyed and that obedience that obedience brought him great greatness may you hear and obey and may god give you great greatness in the name of jesus put your hands together stand to your feet shall we stand to our feet in the name of jesus this one you want to just pray for yourself this for a minute i want you to do something are, are you listening i want to do something do two things place your hand on your heart and place your afterwards and place your fingers in your ear now lord may i may my heart be softened and may my ear be opened that i will hear you i want to hear you god that is the key to greatness i want to hear you god speaking to me may my heart not be may my heart not be hard that i cannot receive the word and my ear not be closed because as you speak it goes over me just pray for you just pray for yourself pray for yourself this morning lord i want to hear you speak to me i need to guide me in my days guide me throughout life guide me in this season lead me to greatness by myself i cannot find the way but as you lead me as you guide me it shall take me forward in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus just pray and Lord open my ear that I can hear your voice I can hear you speaking through men I can hear you speaking through their preaching I can hear you guiding me and guarding me against and warning me against people against businesses against things not to do don't go here don't bother this trot draw don't take this house don't accept this thing God will guide you and will speak to you continually may you hear his voice may you hear his voice May you hear him as he talks to you, as he speaks to you all the time. That from this day onwards, you will go forward in life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Uh, just pray for yourself for a few minutes. Just pray for yourself for a few minutes. Uh, and God will talk to you. This morning as we come before the Lord, maybe you came, you were invited, you came to church by yourself. But you know deep in your heart that you're not born again maybe you know that deep in your heart you are not sure what will happen to you after you die you want to go to heaven but you're not sure this morning as i speak as your heart is beating you want to say pastor please pray for me and help me to have that assurance of salvation to know that jesus is my savior if you are here like that wherever you are do me a favor just lift your right hand just say, Pastor, please, I'm here and I'm not sure I'm born again. I want to go to heaven, but I'm not sure. You are here this morning. Thank you, my brother. I see you. Anybody else? 
You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I'll thank you. I see your hand at the back there. Yes. I want to go to heaven, but I'm not sure. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Pastor, please pray for me. Anybody else with your hand raised, just wherever you are, just your hand raised. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, with your hand raised, wherever you are, just come to me at the front. Just walk. I'm coming down. Come and meet me here. Just come and meet me here. Oh, put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. Take over. Take over. Put your hands together for them this morning. Come breathing me. And I will rise. On I want us to pray this morning, my sister, my brothers. I will lead you in a prayer. Please pray after me. And anybody else in the house, you want to join us, you want to pray Jesus to come into your heart, into your life and make a difference, please join us. It's not too late at all. And I want to ask the whole house to uh, pray alongside as we pray. Dear Jesus, today, I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the son of God who came from heaven to die for my sins you shed your blood that my blood should not be shed and you gave your life that I should not die but I should live and have everlasting life today Lord Jesus I invite you come into my heart come into my life take control change this heart give me a new heart that will love you and obey you and follow you write my name Lord Jesus in the book of life and from today I will follow you you Lord you have become my master, my Lord, my Savior, and my best friend. And today, I am born again. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to save me. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral, located at Bantama, behind the Confident Eating Place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.